Good evening, Kabasi families, and welcome to another Kabasi Evening Fireside podcast. The Warriors and the Rovers are almost in their beds. The sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, today's weather on the 7th of July was pretty much perfect. It was about 80 degrees, breeze off the lake, 10 miles per hour in some places, and a little bit overcast in the afternoon. It was great for sports, great for activities. It was just great. Today, like I said, is the 7th of July. It is a sea day. Flags today belong to Jabo. On duty today was the Raiders. Indoor dismissal was Big Football Danny. Outdoor dismissal was Yvonne. And happy birthday today to Martin Erath and Sam Neal from Magunquit. Today's events. It's a whole camp cleanup this morning. We had our health inspection today. We passed with flying colors. Thought we should put on a good look for the health inspector. Everybody did a cleanup. Everybody picked up trash. The way that works is each bunk gets assigned a spot of camp. Maybe it's Griff's Court, maybe it's around medical, maybe it's somewhere, and that bunk has to clean up that area. I come back and check, so they better do it right. And then the staff had their PCR testing today, and tomorrow it's the boys. And after that, ladies and gents, it's time for the entire cohort, the entire camp. Phase three is upon us. Today, the fifth graders went to Coos Canyon. They got tested before they left, and then Sachem 1 came back from Cadillac Mountain. They saw the most beautiful sunrise this morning. They were very excited about that. Important announcements today. Council schedule changes happened after breakfast. Warriors schedule changes happened after, well, for the fifth graders after lunch and the sixth graders after dinner. You can probably hear something behind me right now, and that is the Warriors age group having a hatchet hunt. I'll explain that in a little bit, but that's what's happening if you hear some time announcements being read out behind me. This is coming to you live, folks. Well, almost live. Recorded live. And so you'll hear some, some found sound sometimes by accident. Laundry day today was Sako, Sebastocook, Saboyas, and Katahdin. Tomorrow, laundry day is nobody because the laundry staff has the day off. Day after tomorrow is Kineo, Tumbledown, Traveler, and Kennebago. A fun fact about the Cobbacy staff, our camp nurse, the beloved Sarah Schneider's family, has a wooden baseball bat company. That's very appropriate. Fifth period today, Cobba Choice. Rovers had Gaga at the Gaga Pit with Sam, kayaking at the waterfront, lacrosse clinic at the upper fields with Matt Engfer, and open tennis at the tennis courts with, of course, Coach Lloyd and Davian. Warriors had dodgeball at the Kaaba Dome with Bakari. Stand-up paddleboarding frisbee at the waterfront with Brendan and Cole. And disc golf with Zach R. And Council and Sachem had open tennis at the tennis courts with Jerry and Anthony. And basketball shooting clinic at Griff's course with Jason. Free swim at the waterfront with Kellen. And, of course, lifting in the weight room with Jeremy Jeter. Sixth period, which was utility also known as Lakeside. The Warriors and the Rovers had Lakeside. And Council and Sachem had the Blue-Gray Soccer League tryouts. You might be asking yourself, Self, what is the Blue-Gray League? And that is our stand-in for intercamps. It is a tryout and then a competition here at camp. It's different 
from the Watermelon League. The hatchet hunt that is happening behind me that I just mentioned is one of the traditions that happens during tribal games. It was brought to us from Lenox, Massachusetts when Griff, Michael Griff Griffin was employed by Camp Lenox for one summer and they did this cool thing called the hatchet hunt. And basically what it is, is there's a list of increasingly, they start off very, very difficult, these clues, you get a whole list of clues. There's a, a series of rounds and round one, the clues are super hard and round two, they're slightly less hard and three and four and all the way up to 10. And somewhere in camp, there is a hatchet hidden, just a single wooden hatchet about the same, about the size of a cell phone, just about that big. And it's never under anything or around anything. It is just sitting there. But camp's a big place, 110 acres. And so you have a bunch of runners and you have a, a whole like central nervous system with a map and a bunch of notes. And you're trying to decode these clues and you're sending out runners every three minutes to go search places. If you don't make it back as a runner in three minutes, no matter how far you run originally from the central area, which in this case tonight is the dining hall, then you lose a runner in the next round. So obviously you want to make it back. And that's what you keep hearing the three, two, one happening. And if we go out on the, uh, on the veranda, as it were here, you'd hear kids screaming and running and getting as fast as they can from one place to another so they can bring back their intel about where the hatchet is or is not. There was a boy whose young heart yearned for battle. There was a boy whose young heart yearned for battle. He went to be a warrior in the wilderness of Maine. He went to be a warrior in the wilderness of Maine. And if you ask him what it was he fought for, and if you ask him what it was he fought for, he'll tell you of Camp Cobbsy so far, far away. He'll tell you of Camp Cobbsy so far, far away.
It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office, into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself, and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are some of my favorite times. And this is what I saw today. I'm going to actually do a twofer here, because uh, we had a, uh, a rainstorm that came across our uh, our Rover Spirit Island trip last night, and it meant that we went and got our, our wet boys from Spirit Island and brought them home, and that took some time and put us late, and so we didn't do a, a podcast last night, but had we done one, what I would have told you about is the returning from the trips. It's one of my favorite things that happens here at Cobbacy, is meeting all the boys as they get back from their trips. I get to do it again tomorrow, because the fifth graders are coming back from Coos Canyon, uh, and it's just the best. You stand there as the, the buses pull up. You can hear them coming in because buses make a lot of noise, grunting and sighing their way up our little hill. And they stop, and all the boys are slowly peeling themselves off the vinyl seats and looking around blearily because they definitely racked out on the way from back from wherever, Cadillac Mountain, Coos Canyon, whitewater rafting. Those were three of the trips that arrived yesterday. And they come down the steps, and I give them a fist pump, and I say, welcome home, and I ask them how it went. And without fail, I am regaled with stories. Yesterday was no different. Almost every single sixth grade warrior boy jumped off one of the medium-sized or the tallest ledges at Coos Canyon, which is not nothing. You probably can see these photos from yesterday. Uh, but it's, you know, pretty high and we always vet the bottom and we, you know, we know the things, um, we have to be really careful. So we go down there and check it all the way out. Um, but they get up there and they jump off. Usually there's one that gets up there, the brave one, the first one, and he hems and haws and then he does it. And then everybody wants to do it. And that certainly was the case yesterday. And it was great. Everybody got to do their thing. And the fifth graders are up there tonight. We'll be jumping tomorrow and or not if they would like not to. And there's also a flume up there, which is a natural water slide cut into this big old slab of granite. And there's also crawdads to come, you know, pick out of the river and and put into the, you know, they create little bays for them. And it's just a cool boys in the river day preceded by a campfire and camping along the sides of Coos Canyon um, and the swift river that runs through it. It's very beautiful, but also whitewater rafting. I'm not going to name them, but there are at least two boys that were legit terrified about going down the Kennebec River in a raft, and they both conquered their fears. There's probably at least two counselors also. Everybody else may have been a little nervous. These guys were really scared, and they did it. They just did it. They conquered their fears, had a blast. They said that they would do it again if they could, and it's just cool to have that happening all over Maine on the same day. And the mighty sagefield climbed all the way to the top of Cadillac Mountain. They got up in the middle of the night, and they got up there, and what do you know? It was just foggy. Sometimes you can't win them all. So that's what happened with them. They came back smiling and laughing. They got a lot of delicious food, takeout only, of course. Got to be COVID safe. And then today, what I saw today was schedule changes. It's such a fun thing to do anyway on any normal year. This year, even more, because of that first week in bunk pods. Boys are so excited to build their own schedules. And I was watching them today as they were happily chattering with the program staff and saying, I'd like to try this and not this. And they're discussing their choices before they get up to the line. And it just occurred to me that there probably hasn't been a ton of self-determination in the last 18 months for our boys. And they probably haven't had an option 
Like, would you rather play lacrosse, go fishing, go water skiing, or go up on the climbing wall this period? Or in the next three days, which would you like to do of those things at first period? And so they're just very into it. They discuss each other's choices as if they're, you know, trading stocks and which one is better and which one might, you know, yield the best result. They're very serious about it. And they got to do that again for the next rotation, the next alphabet rotation. That's an A day, a B day, and a C day. So that's fun to watch. It's also fun just to realize how much of a new experience that might be for the vast majority of our boys. It's a good feeling to watch them choose their path through Cravacy. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day here at Camp Cravacy for Boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Thank you.